the leaders are campaigning like mad. A conservative leader, Andrew Scheer, was at the um, border on Roxham Road in Quebec yesterday. This is that border where uh, there have been thousands of crossings uh, between the states and, and Canada uh, this year and last year. Between January and August this year, RCMP intercepted 10,343 people entering the country from the U.S. outside legal border points and the vast majority of them at Roxham Road. There are people making a, a quite a lot of money off these people and they are running uh, taxi vans that read refugee border in the States and another reads Roxham border and advertises a group rate with each ride costing between 60 and $80 U.S. It's a lucrative and steady business and uh, has a lot of people uh, very upset and concerned about people coming in on the, you know, and, and violating this safe third party agreement that we have going on. So Andrew Shear yesterday uh, is promising to end illegal border crossings by asylum seekers entering Canada outside official points. He said his government would hire 250 new Canadian border service agency officers, deploy more immigration and refugee board judges to hotspots to expedite claims and closely monitor criminal groups that pose threats to Canada, including this uh, violent international street gang that goes by MS-13. Here to talk about the problem and if this is even doable, what um, Andrew Shear is proposing, Giddy Mammon, he's a Toronto immigration lawyer. Giddy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Now, one of the things that um, Shear is saying he'll do is kind of close that that loophole in the safe third party uh, agreement between Canada, the U.S. and Mexico. What is that loophole? Well, the safe third country agreement uh, forces refugees to make a claim in the first country that they arrive in, whether it's Canada or the United States. So, for example, if they arrive in the United States, they cannot make a refugee claim in Canada and vice versa. Um, the uh, application of the Safe Third Country Agreement only applies to proper borders. And the reason why is because that's the only way that you can really figure out where they're coming from. So if you had a refugee in Canada, you don't know where he came from. But if you if he came in at a proper port of entry, you can document that. The problem is that at the time the Safe Third Country Agreement uh, was drawn up, Canada was actively uh, patching up any holes in the fence and prevented people from coming between the fence, between the holes in the fence. Not anymore. Since uh, Justin Trudeau became prime minister, they are uh, allowing people to cross between those points of entry where the safe third country agreement doesn't work and doesn't apply. So what Andrew Scheer is saying is he's going to try to renegotiate that with the United States. And I, uh, I'm extremely skeptical that that will be successful. Why is that? Is that because you, don't, you think Trump just wants them to go anywhere but stay in the States? 100%. He's, he's having um, illegals in the United States self-deport to Canada and transfer those costs to Canada. And it's costing the United States zero to do that. To deport 10,000 people, uh, imagine the cost that that would entail in the United States. Uh, you'd have to find them. You'd have to detain them. You'd have to purchase airline tickets for them. There are hosts of, of costs associated with that. So the question is, why on earth um, would the United States now even agree to sit at a table with Andrew Scheer and renegotiate an agreement that is completely in their favor? Well, I just don't think they would do that. Giddy, surely Scheer knows this and his people know this, no? 
Yes, but it's election time. Right. So is any of what he's proposing doable? Will it make a dent? He wants to hire 250 new Canada Border Services Agency officers and deploy more immigration and refugee board judges to hot spots. spots rather. Right. So the question is, if you're going to let them in the border between the fence, you're not yep. going to patch the hole in the fence, why do you need more border officers? You don't need them. They're not. What are they going to be doing except maybe escorting people in and carrying their luggage? Which they are doing right now. Right. What are they going to do that is not being done right now? They are facilitating each and every person who attempts the crossing. It's not like they're trying to prevent people from entering the country. They need more people to, you know, spread out across the border. That's not that's not going to help. Hiring more judges is not going to help patch the hole. It's only going to allow you to process those refugee claims much more quickly. But you also have... So he's speaking out of both sides of his mouth then? Well, he's promising something that I simply don't believe he'll be able to deliver. And it's up to the the average Canadian to try to figure out uh, whether I'm right or whether he's right. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that that's possible. And I will tell you uh, that Justin Trudeau probably at this point in the game realizes that this is a pretty sore point for his election. And if he could deliver such an agreement, maybe he would have tried to deliver such an agreement. But I don't think that agreement is achievable. Right. And he, the, the safe party agreement, um, he, he's already come out and said, uh, Trudeau, that he is, uh, you know, that th- there are no skipping steps with our immigration system. Everyone arriving in Canada goes through the same immigration system, a full rigorous immigration system that's being applied. Is that true? No. Uh, there are different systems. So, for example, if you if you are in the United States without status, uh, you're going to be immediately screened uh, right at that point at the hole in the fence on Roxham Road. I've been there. I've seen what's going on. And uh, they do a quick background check. Uh, and within a couple of hours, you're on your way. And once you file that refugee claim, you get a work permit almost immediately. In sharp contrast, our clients who are applying, for example, through Express Entry, have to sit in the express entry pool for a while. Then when they get an invitation to apply, it takes five, six months, could be up to a year to have their background uh, completed and to make a selection decision. Uh, and if you're applying for a work permit uh, as a, a temporary foreign worker, that process could easily take four, five, six months, depending on the scenario. Uh, so I do not believe that it's the same right across the board. Giddy, you know, there are people making money from this uh, crossing at, at Roxborough Road. Um, you know, we've heard with the taxis, and there are people, you know, jumping queues. What's the, what's the solution in, in your mind? Because you deal with this every day. Do you shut it down? What, how do you do that? Well, look, uh, you know, to be perfectly frank with your audience, I make a living from it as well. Uh, you know, the more the merrier. I mean, the more immigration work you throw at us, uh, the better it is uh, for us financially. But the reality is, is that great for the country to have people self-select? Now, you know, you say, well, well they're refugees. That's true. Many are refugees, but maybe over half are not. And so the question is, is this the best model to, to pick the most deserving refugees, which is what I want. I would like to see those in the greatest need, get protection. Well, I think that that's what most people want. Well, if that's what they want, this is not the way to do it. Okay, so what do we do? Can we close it down? We could close it down, and and I think we could legally close it down. There's going to be some legal experts who say that I'm wrong, but I don't believe that I'm wrong. There is no country which is required to keep its borders open. 
The law says that uh, that uh, international law is very clear that every country has the right to enforce its borders. If someone is on your territory, on your soil, they have the right to make a refugee claim on that soil. It doesn't mean that you have to leave the back door open and allow as many people who want to enter in. There's no such rule of law that says that. If they're in the country, you have to give them a, a, a refugee claim um, a hearing. But you don't necessarily have to keep your borders open. You're, you're allowed to enforce your borders. And if they come in through the proper ports of entry, they're going to find that their ability to make a claim is restricted by the Safe Third Country Agreement, which has been upheld as being lawful. I want to leave it at that, Giddy, but thank you very much for your time. It's been extremely informative. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. That's Giddy Mammon. He's a Toronto immigration lawyer. So talking about what, you know, Shear's promising. He's going to get toughed with the, the Safe uh, Third Party Agreement, but good luck. I mean, Trump doesn't want him in his country. Hey, yeah, go on through to Canada.